This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I'm going to bring in our executive producer, Bill Rowland, who's done play-by-play for 18 years, the current voice of George Mason. So, Bill, I feel like you're a good resource for the show because the question we've been asking a lot is, when do you know the time of year to start actually judging a team. As somebody who's been around college basketball for a long time, do you think January is around the time where we need to be judging these teams when placing our futures bets? Yeah, I tell you what, I think we're in that time right now. I think you've, you've nailed it almost to the exact date. I think when you get to just about the midway point of a team's conference season, that's when you kind of know what teams are all about. Obviously, you can pick up great wins if you're playing in the Maui, playing for the Battle for Atlantis, those early season ones. You can build your resume, but I think we really learn about teams once they get into conference play. And you saw like a team like Virginia Tech that got out to an 11-1 start, lost seven straight, picked up a win last night over Duke, but all of a sudden they were, you know, the darling at 11-1. Well, then you're 11-8 and and people are starting to wonder which is the real Virginia Tech team. And that's just, you know, one example. There are plenty of them out there. But I think it's just about this time. And obviously the general public doesn't start paying real attention to college basketball until after the Super Bowl. So most people aren't going to be looking at anything for another couple of weeks. They'll wait till about mid-February to start looking. But if you're really trying to dive in, I think right about now is when you can get a good feel for what teams are like. What about buy low situations? Is it too late for some of these teams who have really struggled? Because this year, I think more than a a lot of years, we've seen a lot of the Blue Bloods kind of struggle. Kansas is what? Lost three straight games. Duke isn't ranked. North Carolina isn't ranked either. Is it too late for some of these teams to round into shape come this March? No, I don't think so. I mean, we saw Carolina last year who were on yeah, the bubble, exactly. really. Into in the mid to late February, there was a, a lot of talk that Carolina in the first year under Hubert Davis wasn't going to even make the tournament. And then they had that incredible run all the way to the finals and actually blew the finals to Kansas. Should have had that game won. They were up big. I know Amado Baycock got hurt in that game, but they, mm-hmm. they should have won the national title. There are some teams that you can look at this year that – Maybe you could say, oh, that might be this year's Carolina. It's tough to say because, again, Duke would be one of those teams, but they're so young. And, again, having the first year under Shire, it's almost like a a mirror image of what Carolina was last year. I don't think it's too late on these teams, but if you are going to bet future markets on some of these teams, the best thing to do is to just go back and look at, say, the top eight to ten 
that were in the initial poll because year in and year out, even if they drop down out of the top 10, year in and year out, you can go back for 40, 45 years. Most of the time, your national champion comes from one of those eight top, you know, eight to top 10 teams in the initial poll. It's almost a guarantee. If you can find one of those teams that you like, it's a good play because it usually comes through. Yeah, it's usually some metric where the team has to be in like the top 25 of defense and offense when it comes to the Kim Palm rating. So you're right. It's not usually some Cinderella that comes out of nowhere. We're talking with Bill Rowland, our executive producer, and also the play-by-play voice of George Mason basketball. He's done it for 18 years. So finally, before we get onto the slate, one more question. What is the good recipe for a Cinderella? Maybe not a team that's going to win it all, but a team that has the pieces to contend with the big dogs. Because for me, I look at teams that have hot shooters. You know, if you can hit the three ball at a good rate, you know, if you have a good night, you can beat just about anybody, it seems. Yeah, I think obviously when you get to the NCAA tournament, it's having a veteran team and it's guard play. Because if you've got really good veteran guards mm-hmm. that know how to dictate the pace, that know how to get you into your sets, that know how to get the ball to the guy, the right guy at the right time, It's a big difference, especially nowadays when you see so many of the Blue Bloods. Like, look how much Kentucky has struggled. They've brought in so much talent, but they don't play together for two, three, four years. It's a huge difference. So I think it starts with me with good guard play right off the top. Um, If you have a different style that you play, because as they say all Mm -hmm. the time, styles make fights. So if you have a different style, yeah, a zone, a full-court press, just any of that type of stuff that can really, I mean, that's what Virginia Commonwealth did. Uh, VCU did that years ago and their run to the final four with havoc under Chaka smart. It was just a different style. People are used to seeing when you only have a day to prepare on those weekends, that can be a real problem. If you play it a quirky, different style, it can be tough. Again, you mentioned the zone. That's why Syracuse is such a tough out so many times in the NCAA tournament, because that zone that they play, it's tough to prepare for in one day. Oh, for sure. Uh, And you're talking about a tight turnaround, which is another quirk when betting on March Madness. But let's get to today's uh, slate because we do have some good ones. Let's start in the Big 12. Number 12, Iowa State hosting number five, K-State. Iowa State laying a healthy five and a half points here. Total 134 and a half. K-State picked to finish last in the Big 12, but currently 17 and two and leading at six and one in conference play. Bill, I'm leaning towards the, the points here. We've talked about the Big 12, how much depth this conference have has, and maybe it's a tough spot for Kansas State because Iowa State is a very solid squad, and they've been good at home this year, a perfect 10-0. and 0. But when we're talking about five and a half points, I really want to take the points here. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, 
Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm with you. I would take the points here as well. I think Jerome Tang has done an amazing job at K-State. We talked about you have to have a good offense, a good defense to make a run in the NCAAs. They're 34th in offense right now as K-State on Ken Palm, 33rd defensively. I love, I absolutely love their little guard, Marquise Noel, 5'8", maybe. Maybe he's 5'8", 160. But he is the, the guy that runs the show for them. I love him. I think they only cover this with the five and a half. I think they may go there and win out, even though the Cyclones are undefeated at home this year. Yeah, if you look at Kansas or K-State as a dog this year, three and two straight up. So wouldn't be shocked either. Uh, it is a tough place to play, but K-State has been shocking the world uh, all season long when it comes to Big 12 play. Let's go to number 20, Miami at Florida State. Miami length three and a half, total 139 and a half. Miami is one of those teams in the ACC that uh, is a really good shooting team, and we've seen it over the past uh, couple of weeks or so. They did lose to Duke. That was kind of shocking, to me at least. Uh, but still, this is a good Miami team. I think I'm leaning towards the Canes in this one. Yeah, they've been up and down. They've split their last six games, you know, won three, lost three here. In the Actually, uh, yeah, they've gone three and three in their last six. Mm -hmm. So they've struggled a little bit, but all of their losses have been close. The overtime loss to your Wolfpack uh, back, back on January 14 point loss to Duke here recently. We talked about good guard play. Well, they, Isaiah Wong might be the most underrated player in the Everybody talks about Armando Baycott and Caleb Love. Isaiah Wong's one of the best players in the conference. He's a first teamer. I love guards down there with him uh, and also Jordan Miller actually from George Mason to Miami. I like the Hurricanes in this spot. Again, a top 10 offense. Florida State's good defensively. Three and a half, not a lot of points. It'll be a close one, but I think the Hurricanes get the W. Yeah, I think so as well. Even though Florida State has been good as an underdog as of late, if you look at them over their last three games when getting points, 3-0 and against the spread and two outright wins as uh, five-point dogs against Notre Dame and seven-and-a-half-point dogs against Pitt. But I think Miami is a big step up from those two teams. So I'd be with you. Do you think uh, that the committee is kind of going to be punishing the ACC since it's not Duke and UNC? Because there are some good teams in the ACC this year. Miami went deep in the tournament last year. I think Clemson is pretty solid. But do you think people just look at this conference and say, well, you know, Carolina's not good. Duke's not good. The ACC is having a down year. Yeah, it's interesting, Chelsea. That's a great question because a lot of times teams – you know, people say it all the time. The public is going to look at it and say that, that the ACC is mm -hmm. down because, oh, you know, Carolina is not good. Duke's not good. But the committee will tell you all the time, conferences don't make the tournament. Teams make the tournament. Right. So if a team has the resume, doesn't matter if the ACC is down as long as they're good. And Clemson's sitting there at the top at 8-1. Clemson's resume, they need to keep winning in the ACC because if they don't, and they have a losing streak, say three, four games, and they drop back in the middle of the pack, their resume isn't that good. They are still, even though they're leading the ACC, borderline if they slip up at all to make the NCAA tournament. It's going to be interesting come Selection Sunday.
Right, because I think it is a lazy take to say that the ACC is down just because Duke and Carolina are not ranked at this time. Uh, let's go back to the Big 12. Number 10 Texas laying 7.5 points against Oklahoma State. Total 135 in this one. Texas is a good team, very good defensive team. I think I'd take a look at the under in this one just because they have been so good defensively. Maybe Oklahoma State is uh, a little you know, thrown off their way by that. But also seven and a half points seems like a lot to me. Would you lean towards the points in Oklahoma State here? You know what? I think Texas seven and a half is like, it's right at it. I, I, I'm with you. I think the total is a better look than actually the spread. And you mentioned how good uh, defensively Texas is their top 25 mm-hmm. in the country as far as defense goes. So I would actually look at the total, I think you're right. I think that seven and a half is probably right. I think Texas wins. I'm not sure they win by more than seven. So if I did lean one way, it would probably be Oklahoma State plus the points. But I'd probably go under the one, was it 135 and a half? I'd probably go under that mm-hmm. as the better play in this game. Yeah, and surprisingly, Oklahoma State has been the team that's been hot to the under as of late. They have hit the under in eight of their last nine games. Texas, on the other hand, has been an over team, which is surprising to me. 10-7-2 over under record, but when it comes to this defense and when it comes to this defense when playing at home, I think that's the play. Uh, So I think I would roll with the under as well. And then finally getting to one of those other teams in the ACC that's been pretty solid this season, number 24, Clemson, laying 10 and a half against Georgia Tech. This number makes me not want to play it. How about you? Yeah, it's a big number, but you know what? Clemson, as we talked about, they're a very solid team, and Georgia Tech is not so solid. They've lost five in a row. I mean, it's a big number. I think I'm out of the Tigers. Yeah, let's go Tigers. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.